Wise Guys Podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. What's up, people? We back, we back with another one. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy QDZ for Sheezy. It's way too easy out in these streezies. Boom bap for y'all. That's boom bap. Yeah, From now on, all my introductions is boom bap rap with a little splash and mumble. Hey, you... You need to get your Kumo D flow on then. Actually, no. You know who the you know is Slick Rick considered Boom Bap? You know, honestly, I don't is know. he is he considered Boom Bap? I, I don't know. I don't. Slick Rick is like that point where people actually in our generation consider what he was doing not as old school as the Rock Him and the people before him. Like he was that he was that that bridge. I feel like he was like he a, was actually rapping. He was like a futuristic old school rapper. He, I mean, he was always an old head. Yeah, he was a future. He, he was a thug too. Have you have you read his biography? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, was he went he was to jail for a while. He was definitely a thug. Yeah, he he was about that life. One eyed bandit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, enough of the old head. Yeah, Which, by the you way, know the funny thing is, Slick Rick doesn't have an accent in real life. I wonder. Come on, he's from London. He doesn't have. He moved to New York. That doesn't mean he doesn't have an accent. He moved to New York like when he was like fifteen, so he lost the accent. I I was listen. I, one day, he, you know, one random day when I had a hangover. I just started researching Slick Rick, and I, I was listening to interviews of him. We say he was in jail, you know, blah 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 blah. Hey, thank you for your research, sir. Yes, we don't appreciate but, it. <laughs> hey, just give me more alcohol and give me a hangover. I'll research. We'll research uh, Cool Modi next. Yo, I wonder how many of our listeners even know who Slick Rick is. I would hope they do. I would hope. I hope so. Slick Rick is one of those things that's embedded in your brain when you when you're first born. That's not true. Got to know Slick Rick. That is not true. You do. You got to know Slick Rick. You got to know Michael Jackson, Michael okay. Jordan. All right. You got to know crayons, Crayola. <laughs> you know, you got to know all these things. You don't have to know any of this. Like that. Michael Jordan for sure. All right. Um, shit. Hey, man. You know the funny thing, man? We 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 actually happened to make our scheduled our scheduled post, man. Our scheduled uh, ill-advised wise guys episode, man. Every I've been time. gone. I have been gone for the last two weeks. Yeah, Phoenix. Huh? FYI for y'all people, I've been gone out of the loop. Still managed to actually listen to music though, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, Phoenix was Phoenix was dope. Vegas, uh, Vegas, was Vegas dope. was dope. We went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Vegas is always fun though. Vegas was fun. Vegas was. You know, but fun. I was surprised at how. How the crowd was at this time of the year, you know, September was uh-huh. real chill. Yeah. A lot of older people, not a lot of craziness. I I am older now. Yo, listen, I'm not with the crazy as much. Yo. I like craziness to kind of let's come out of the blue, like come out the closet. Let's one keep day, let's keep I mean? let's keep it a hundred. Wet. Rep- we went to pool parties. Wet Republic was the funnest one. 
that we went to. Well, we're probably definitely White Republic was one. tight. And you know, it was old people. Rehab was not that good. Rehab was not that good. Re- I've right. heard, I know, like, Rehab is probably more, uh, has more name recognition, I would say, than White Republic. I, I agree. Like, when people go to Vegas, yeah. they, they talk a lot about Rehab, they Marquee, do. They pool do. party, and stuff like, you know, Dre's. Rehab Dre's was... has a pool party. Well, you Rehab know, was very chill, man. It was almost like people were going to sleep. It was like rehab, you know. That like people was, were ready to take a nap. People, as soon people, as we walked in. people wanted to be seen at rehab. Yeah, I felt like the first one we went to, it was like, yo, people was just chilling. Everybody's in the water. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 ho. All right, man. Enough of the pleasantries. Um, this is episode thirty-seven. Yes, yes, 37, yes. 37. You sure? You sure about that? I got it written right there. 37. 37. Okay. Unless I wrote it wrong. I don't I think, think so. I, I, thir- yes, it's it's, it's 37. 37. Yeah, so, man. Who was 37? I'll give you a good number that was 37. Cool. Oh, oh, I know. I know who. Deion Sanders for the Baltimore Ravens was 37. Was he 37? Boom, bat, rap. He was 37. Boom, bat, rap. Yo, what number was Sean Alexander? Wasn't he 37? Remember, remember the running back? Five? No, 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 no. Was he thirty-seven? He was. Sean you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, MVP. Seahawks. MVP of the year. I believe it was number thirty-seven. Yeah, MVP, I believe, like two thousand five or something like that. Okay, Google disappeared. What number did Sean Alexander wear for the Seattle Seahawks? Thirty-seven. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. You got. You gotta make sure you can put that like rig game. Pro, 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 pro. All right, who else? Who else? Who else? Thirty-seven. <laughs> Sebastian Telfair. Hey Google. Stop it. What number was Sebastian Telfair? The first two are thirty-one and thirty-one. I have four answers in total. What's the other two? I guess. I don't think she understands. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, I, I, uh, I'll right back. Yeah, he was definitely thirty-one. He wore thirty-one. Really? Yeah. 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 He, no, he got what number? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever number was left. <laughs> Hey, where's designer when you need him? Hey, he should be our ad libs. Instead of having the horn, it should be a designer. That he should be the hype person on this show. That would be a good idea. I'm gonna get his sound effects, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna insert that shit right now. He looks like this. He's too busy like wilding out. He don't care. You say you got lawyers in Atlanta. I got lawyers in Atlanta. I thought you said I got shooters in Atlanta. Same thing. All right. All right, y'all. We got a we got a great show for y'all lined up. I say that every time, but shit, that's actually this trash. one's gonna be extra great. That's actually trash to say the show is great before you even. I hate when people do that. shit. It's gonna be great. Why did I do? That? Listen, I'm on it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> no, that means it's gonna be bad. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, yeah, we got a, we got a good show lined up for y'all. We got a lot of good music to go through. Um, legendary. Legendary status rapper Lil Wayne finally, finally came out with his album, long awaited album, The Carter Five. But we're going to talk about that. And, you know, that's obviously going to be in our Watch the Throne segment. And uh, what are we talking about after that, sir? Then, you know, we got the ill and the not so advised. That's where we, you know, pick our favorite songs, the ones that are not so favorited by us. Um, We got some good stuff. Some good stuff, a variety of names. Some people dropped some good, good things, and uh, your usual suspects did some shaky, uninteresting things, in my opinion. Hey, 
Let's talk about it. In the words of Machine Gun Kelly, let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Uh, take, the, take the witchy out your <laughs> And uh, after that, <laughs> as per usual, we'll get into the last segment, which is the ill-advised thoughts. And I have a great one. Daddy! That's going to make y'all mad. Hey, let's let's talk about it. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I always at least have something in the tuck. Um, Nip and tuck. You watch that show? Uh, no, I don't. Wasn't um <laughs> wasn't Megan like Markle on there? Who? Megan Markle's what is she on there? Who's that? Megan Who? Wait, who? The, 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 the princess of England right now. The the black girl. Oh Megan Markle. Oh yeah. You know she used to be an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, they said. She I, was on But I, I never knew who the hell she was. Nip and tuck or suits. So you didn't know. Tell the truth. Did you know who she was before she got married? Actually. Let's be real. I didn't know. Okay, all right. I just want to make that clear. How many of y'all out there are going to lie to us and say y'all knew who she was before she married the prince? She was actually doing ghetto black movies before she married the prince. Yo, listen. That might be the most epic. Prince Charles had to do his research. He had to get references (laughs) from Pinky from Friday. No, man. Stop it. (laughs) You know the funny thing? That might be the most epic come up. In the history of the world. You know what's funny though? Is I'm telling you, man. No. I don't think I would want to live that life. It's no, not. No, 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 no. I what? get it though. Your status. Come on, dog. You you went from bootleg black movies. Actually, that's not true. Bo- bootleg USA series shows to the Queen. Yeah. What of England? Come on, dog. Like, come, <laughs> let's be let's be honest here. That's There's true. no other come up that has ever been and that great. you know great. the thing about it is... Biggest, greatest come up in the world. And you know the thing about it is, you say that, that's true. Uh-huh. The queen. And now, like, there's going to be little girls and little boys just looking up to her like, yo, we expect you to say the most smartest thing, the best thing. Like, what I just said was not even the smartest thing. I said the most smartest thing. But they're going we'll to they're gonna expect her to not do stuff like that. All right. She has to be very queenly. The expectations. Be queenly, right? And I, I, hey, I don't know about you, but I, I crack when you put expectations on me. Well, you're a sucker. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that. Nah. All right, man. Hey, let's get into this, man. Watch the throne. Lil Wayne dropped his Carter Five project. Um, you want to you want to do the honors? You want me to start? Yeah, man. I want you oh to. My, I want you to go for it. Oh my god! I want you to go for it. It's an honor. What do you think about it, man? So here's the thing. Lil Wayne has already solidified his spot on my top five rappers of all time. He's yeah. already solidified his spot, and I understand that Lil Wayne has been running the game. Well, he was running the game up until let's say about 2010. I would say he was running the game from 2005 to about 2010. Top rapper in the game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So when I personally think his best Carter is Carter Three, but he had a there was a disturbing feeling about Carter Four that I don't think he was able to shake since then. Like in Carter Four, I can kind of see his downfall. I can kind of see him. Not being the same guy. At mm-hmm. that time, I didn't think he was, you know, on the down. I just, I just thought it was a bad album. Mm-hmm. Mixtape after mixtape, something's missing. You know, songs that he's releasing, something's missing. It's just not quite Lil Wayne. I say that to say this. The Carter Five, it almost felt like a burial to me of Lil Wayne's career. That's It felt like, to me, like... 
This is the conclusion of a dude that was running the game forever. He's officially passed the torch after making this album. That is the only thing about this album that gives me solace. Is that it felt like a passing of the torch. Now, you know, let these other dudes in the game, dudes and women in the game, do their thing. Because for me, the Carter Five was still missing that special, the specialness that was on Carter Three, Carter Two, Carter One. I've accepted that's not ever coming back. Now, let's get to more specifics. All right. In the first, uh, I love the first eight songs on this track, on this album. I love the first eight. Um, you know, you got the intro. Well, the, the intro is with his mom. That scared, mm-hmm. scared the hell out of me. What do you mean? Why? <laughs> she started crying. Oh yeah, that was hey, hey that was a that was a little that was, uh, that was a weird, little unbearable like, at this certain that was like, at this certain moment. Was like, like, wait a minute, I feel uncomfortable now. I was like, whoa, like, uh, like should I be right? listening to this? Are we in church? Like, like, did she even know she was recorded? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. But then it goes to "Don't Cry" with X Tentacion. I think that was amazing that he did like that. Powerful, deep, deep ass record. You know, typical Lil Wayne. Yeah. Everything about it is good. Then you know you got the one with Swiss Beats. That's competitive Lil Wayne. Then you got the one with um, Travis Scott. Let it fly. That's like having fun, Lil Wayne, where he's using the same syllables and raps. Everything was good for that first eight. Uh-huh. Things start to dwindle down a little bit. He starts to experiment a little more. He starts singing. He starts thinking he's the next best thing since Drake. Where, uh, you know, he's, he's thinking that he can lay down the best melodies and stuff. Which is cool. I like when he experiments, but for a good chunk of the last portion of the album, I just didn't feel like it was him. I mm-hmm. felt like it was an unauthentic, is that a, a real word? Unauthentic? <laughs> unauthentic oh. version of him. You hey, know man, what you're I mean. ill-advised, man. Un- you're, you're an ill-advised wise guy. It's a word. Uh, in a non-authentic, whatever version of him and and for me what drives Lil Wayne to be Lil Wayne is when he's being himself and I just felt like a good chunk of the album he wasn't himself I did like the fact that he he um made a lot of like personal records like he got real personal Mm -hmm. this is things I've been wanting him to do for years now got personal like me and you can agree that one of our favorite tracks that he's ever made was on Carter 3 with Robin Thicke um uh, the one where he's talking about New Orleans. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Shooters. It's not Shooters. Not Shooters. It's, the, uh, the, it's on Carter 3. You know what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. That is I'm one of my right favorite songs by him. I wanted him to do more of that. And on this album, fortunately for us, he did that. That was one thing I liked. But all in all, I just kind of thought that you know the album was not as natural tie my hands tie my hands there you go love that song it wasn't a supernatural version of Lil Wayne like and then also I think he's just his style of music is just not what I like to hear anymore Mm -hmm. it's it's just not my cup of tea anymore I think music has adjusted and evolved and I just think he hasn't evolved with it Carter 5 showed that in my opinion Hmm. That's my biggest takeaway. The music wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's just um, it felt it felt outdated. It felt right. like this is not where music is right now. Right, and and that's kind of why I wasn't really wrong, rocking with it like that. I, I would say, I mean, C plus. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But some of the things I feel dear to when it comes to music, he just wasn't hitting for me. All right. I mean, listen, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's going to be people out there who are going to think you're crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, of course. Carter Five is the best album he's ever put out. That's the best album this year. Of Carter course, it's gonna be those people. Thriller. Right, but you know, listen. If you're, if you, honestly, if you listen to this shit objectively, which is, I think, how you should listen to even your favorite artist. It's my job. Um, you know, you'll realize that this album, it was more of a, it was more of a, a of a. A dedication to you know his legacy. Yes, you know it was it was it was very, you know it was very uh, very long. That goes without saying. Like you you mentioned that before, man. Twenty three songs, dude. After a certain, I'm gonna give you the exact song mark that I said. Wait a minute, I'm not even paying attention anymore because he lost my interest. Mm -hmm. It literally started at the end of that song called uh, Hitters. It's a song called Hitters. Right after the song with Snoop Dogg called Dope Niggas. It literally lost my attention. I listened to four songs in a row, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm listening to Lil Wayne now. Why the fuck am I? Why did I? Why am I not paying attention anymore?" It just got so monotonous um, after a certain while. One thing I will give him credit for, though, is the fact that, um, like you said, man, he he opened up a lot. Um, he kind of let us in. I think this is the first time I've heard his mom speak. Um, he he always mentioned his mom, Miss Sita, in all of his music going all the way back. So I always knew of her. I, I always knew of the importance of family to him. You can tell, like, you know, growing up in, you know, their area, they put a heavy emphasis on family. For sure. I mean, it's, it's evident, man. Like, even just the relationship with Birdman and all that, right? And even down to the fact that he had his daughter on that one song. Um, he had his daughter Famous. on... On a song called Famous, which I, I don't like that song. It, it I just, don't like it. The song just sounds so cookie like cutter. It. It's it, a pop It's a pop track. That actually sounds like a pop track from like 2003. Yeah. It's like, come on, dog. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I like, the, I like the effort of putting his daughter on a song. And she sounds decent, you know? She sounds decent. But the song overall is bad. Um, going into the album, though, man. Like, yeah, you're right, man. It started out with that very emotional intro, man. Like, the mom crying. That was crazy. I love the ex- XXX Tentacion feature that was dope. I did not like the song Uproar with Swiss Beats. It it sounded just so bland. It's like come it on, did. it did. And then he flipped the special delivery beat. It was like special yeah. delivery. That was that was the, the you know the but you the see G that beat. That was what he flipped. And I get it. It it, it was it's a competitive typical, version of Wayne. But that's the only reason I like that. I'm that's the only reason I like the song because it was a competitive version. I'm with you, but to me, that song is, is more suited on a freaking al- a, a mixtape. It's like I'm not trying to hear this guy just rap like this on an album. Nah, man. So for me, it just felt out of place. Um, I wasn't really feeling like that. Um, the song "Let It Fly" with Travis Scott. It just sounded like a throwaway song that Travis Scott made when he you know was making some. Random music, you know. I told you earlier, it sounded that that verse, sorry, that hook that he laid down sounded exactly like motorcycle patches with uh, Quavo and uh, Travis Scott. Um, yeah, go back and listen to that. You'll see it's the exact same thing. It makes you almost feel like he made that both songs in the Recycle. same session. Just yeah. and just say, hey, Lil Wayne, here you want a song? Yeah. It, there's no cohesion. A lot in of the song. songs on the album felt like that. Insert verse. We talk a lot about about it. A lot about yeah. insert verse type songs and Lil Wayne honestly 
he made a killing in his heyday off insert verse type, you know, records where he did his thing and then he just didn't say anything after that. Let the person carry the song. I think that type of music is outdated, man. It's outdated. Like it's, it's just, it it's just not what we what we're trying to hear. You know, it's outdated. It is. One thing I will give him credit for though is the fact that um, you know, he he took some experiment. To, he did some experimentation on this in certain songs, like the song with him and Nicki Minaj. Personally, I was gonna say was that's real the dope. best song on the album. If you, you were to so? ask me, that is the best song on the album. I, best song as in musically. Nah, after rap, it's it's one of it's one of them. After all that, yeah. I thought that was the best. His best effort was on that. Yeah, song. Dark Side of the Moon. I like that. I like Nicki's feature. I I, I like that was one of her best features, dude. I like I liked I've her on that. She sounded good. She man. sounded excellent. Yeah, and and that's the thing I like. Man, I've been saying this about Nicki even when we talked about Queen. You know, I like when she sings, but there's a certain way she has to sing for me to not think it's cringy. You know what I'm saying? She borders cringy way too much. By the way, yeah. Um. The song with K Dot was dope. Um, it was very weird though. Very weird. Good story. <laughs> very freaking weird. Um, my favorite song, one of my favorite songs, is actually "What About Me." I love the the melodic Lil Wayne. Um, and he has some random dude named Sosa, Sosa Man. Man on there. Let me tell you something. Lil Wayne is is the is the king at just putting his random homies on yeah. on his albums or on his projects, I should say. King of that. Um. Yeah, Love the because even he gave Mac Man a, a hook. Yeah, it's like <laughs> dude, Lil Wayne just be putting his homies. I don't even think Lil Wayne knows what's going on half the time in, on his like, own man, project. Just, hey yo, just just hey we all in the, we all in the style. studio. Just do your thing, yeah, man. Just do your thing, baby. <laughs> yeah, so so um, yeah. I mean, I like this. What about, song. What, what about let it all work out? I thought that was a really good one. Grace, that was the uh, that was yeah, that was outro. the exit, right? I'm end. sorry, the outro. That was dope. But before I get to that. The song Hitters is actually one of my favorite songs on the album because that just embodied Lil Wayne and what I like from Lil Wayne was definitely aggressive. Was. Hitters was definitely that aggressive was. flow. It was Hitters he was just concise. Was. He had the, the the metaphors like he that was everything I want to hear from Lil Wayne. It was in that song called Hitters. Um, yeah, and then he went to the the outro man, and this goes back to what I talked about last in the last episode in the Illivised Thoughts, where I said, "Hey, what are y'all expecting from Carter Five? And he mentioned that, you know, he shot himself and yeah. that whole story about how he shot himself and he talked and, about it. And yeah, and how he tried to kill himself because his mom said he doesn't want him to he doesn't want him to make music. He talked about it on that exit, man. And I liked it. I really liked it, man. But you know what you know what's funny? I, liked I, it a lot. I just want to add this real quick. This uh-huh. random thought. Yeah. You know what's funny? He was talking about emotional things on the album, mm-hmm. but he always had a like positive tone yeah like he never switched up his tone not even a little bit on any of the songs like, right i mean when he was singing you got a version of singing wayne if he was rapping you got a version of rapping wayne there was never like in between yeah that's another thing that i think may hamper like how people think about the album is because mm-hmm. he doesn't he talks about personal things but he doesn't really dive in like these other artists do i really feel like Lil Wayne. no you're absolutely right i really feel like Lil wayne is just numb He's at numb. this, at this point in numb. his life, I really feel like he's just numb. Like the, the tone of his words, he just sounds very I, numb. I, I agree with that. And even and even to that song, just real quick, um, he has that one song with um uh I think it's called Open Safe. I don't I don't remember the exact you mean with DJ Mustard? Nah, man. Like there's a song. <laughs> it reminded me of old Wayne where this guy literally would just 
he would just be talking. Yeah. And he was clearly high as fuck. Yeah. He doesn't even know what he's saying. Yeah. Like there was one. It, there was a. There was a skit. Maybe you're talking about mess. Was it mess? Because he was rambling on mess. <laughs> I, yo, man, hold on. Oh no, 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 it was hitters. It was at the beginning of hitters. Oh yeah, yeah. At the beginning of hitters, where the dude, somebody asked him, "So, man, I heard you had uh, such and such on your on your project." He was like, "Really? I don't remember." Yeah, that's hitters. Like what? Hitters. Yo, this is this is the type of yeah, Willie Nelson or something. That's what it was, Willie Nelson. Yeah. Like that that just reminded me of just the the destructive Wayne from back when Lil Wayne was actually on fire, where he could say what he was saying and doing and drinking whatever the fuck he he wanted, man. So honestly, overall, the album gave me very nostalgic vibes. I, it was great to hear from Wayne. Overall, though, I thought the album was decent. You know, I really feel like if the album was shorter, if you cut out all those all those songs at the end, we would have been talking about this album as something the better. Best, best I think ones. we would have been we would have been I won't say raving, but we would have been like, "Yo, Carter Five is actually good." I don't think that fixes it. I think so. I think what fixes it is he he. He needs to get involved in more of the intricacies that goes into making music. Well, he's not. He's, he's not that type of artist. Not. I mean, but at this point, I mean, if you want to succeed, that's the only way you're going to succeed is evolve. And I just don't think his sound evolved. Hey, man, we'll let we'll let y'all decide. But um, overall, like I said, I thought the album was average. It was, it was, it was, I, I say mean, C, C plus. I'm a, I'll give it a C if I had to grade it. I'm giving it a C. I say C, C plus. Giving it a C. All right. Next album, Logic. Young Sinatra 5. You mean AKA, J. Cole? Oh YSIV. You mean Kendrick LaCole? Yo. Let me let me let me start this. Let me start this. So <laughs> let me get some of the positives out the way. Yes, please do. Because you know you always gotta start please with do. love. Please do. When you insult someone, please you always do. gotta start with the Now keep keep in mind, guys, <laughs> in episode, what was it? One of these episodes, 15, uh-huh. I went on a rant <laughs> of on logic. Remember, I went on a rant. <laughs> but please, please do. So, okay, so here's the thing. I really feel like logic. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, I can't even take this guy seriously sometimes. Alright. I really feel like logic from a positive standpoint. This man is actually at the forefront of saving the old school sound of hip hop. And it, it, it saddens me that this guy is the one bringing, he's actually saving, you know, the boom bap sound. Like, Nas would probably think this album is the greatest album of the year over even Nas's album. He would think Young Sinatra 4 is the best album of the year because it has that nostalgic. Hip hop feel. He even had a song with Wu Tang Clan on it. The whole, the whole, yo, I'm talking Wu Tang Clan's chef was on there. Their barber. Yo, listen, I really, I challenge everyone out there to if they can name all of the fucking members in Wu Tang Clan, I will give you some money. I can't even name. I will give you money. I can't even name it if I was looking at it. Yo, no, seriously. That so list, long, yo, no, no, they were. Me too. Yo, that list was so long. That list was so long and so random. I'm looking at the features like, wait a minute. Who the hell is who the hell is Jizza? He was in the he was in the Wu Tang clan? You'd be like, oh no, of course. Oh, you talking about Rizza. No, no Jizza. Who the hell is Inspector no, Deck? No, 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 no. You know what we're gonna do? Let's, no, just, you wanna let's name go him? down the line. Ooh. Let's go down you the line. Name him? Uh, all, right, all, right. all the names that I saw on that list. I got the I got the names. <laughs> I got the names right here. 
So, please, somebody tell me. Oh, my God. Okay, so you know Ghostface Killer. Of course. Raekwon. Ghostface Raekwon. Okay, so there's ones that are more notable, right? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm in there. We know, we know Ghostface. We know Raekwon. Uh, we know RZA, RZA. Of course. Method we Man. We know Method Man. Inspector this is, Deck. This is where it gets shaky. shaky. <laughs> I know Inspector Deck. This is where my I knees know get of. I know of Inspector Deck. Who's Kappa Down. Who the fuck is that? No, Scotty Waddy, <laughs> dog. Seriously, jackpot. I've never heard of jackpot, or is it Capadonna jackpot? Is jackpot Scotty Waddy? That's his. Oh, name. is it really the whole yeah. thing? Yes. You God. Who are these people? I think you got. Uh, don't, hey, don't, don't try to lie. Don't try to lie to us right now. <laughs> I think you got was in a movie. <laughs> Master Killer. I don't know who that is. Master and Killer, and then Jizza. Now, now here's the thing. I'm not claiming to be some old school uh, Wu Tang Clan fan. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I wasn't a, you know, that's not my era, you know, at all. So, listen, props to Logic for for preserving, you know, the '90s hip hop. I give them, I really give them credit. And I'll, t- for that. I, and I'll tell you, I'm gonna give them credit for for pulling it off, actually, because it, it 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 sounds authentic. It does. Like not one time when he's rapping on all of these songs, am I like. Yo, listen, man. I think he's a fraud. I'm talking about the way he's rapping. The way he does it, it sounds authentic. The problem with Logic on this album, though, or a mixtape, I don't even know what to call this shit because it's really a mixtape. It's an album. I guess so. It's not a mixtape. The problem with Logic, though, is the fact that, you know, he just just has this very uh, disingenuous feel when it comes to his influences. Now, let me tell you what I let me let me explain this, right? One thing I again, here's another positive that I'm going to give to him, right? He's not afraid to show his influences. He's not afraid to tell people, "Yo, I yo, Cole inspired me. Mac Miller inspired me. Kanye inspired me." That's actually really fucking dope. I love that. I love when people do that. They I pay homage. Pay homage, yo, that cuz you know, listen, nobody is a creator of... Pay homage even if it's your peers. Exactly. So, so it's, there's a difference if, I if, love if that. you're like, oh, you pay homage to Don't wait for somebody like, 20, years, yeah, from, 20 you know, years ago who did it before you. J. Cole is... You guys are about the same age. You know? Right. You pay homage to people that inspire you. Exactly. But I'm going to tell you right now, the fact that like they're, they're his peers, like for example, the J. Cole one, the fact that that's his peer, it also makes it kind of shaky in my mind. It's like a... It's a double-edged sword. It's kind of like homage, you paying respect, slash jocking after a certain point. It's like, where's the fine line? Because he literally raps like Cole. He even uses Cole's ad-lib on a couple songs. He he He's said, like, hey. Hey, he said, that's that old Cole. Like, hey. come on. Like, dog, what are you doing? No, seriously. I like it, but I don't at the same time. It's so weird. But uh, it's so weird. In the words of your that's boy. weird. So, so just in general, um, I thought that honestly, I thought Young Sinatra Four was good. Thought it was really good, strong, strong music actually. Even Wale had a sighting, uh, you know. But but just overall, man, it, it, I don't like the I don't like the sincerity aspect of Logic. I, it's like after a certain while, I'm just, I want him to be off the, whatever is authentic to you, man. Just do you, man. I'm, I, you know, it's like, dude, yeah, just I do had, you. I had problems with this do guy. Do you? I had similar but here's problems. A, but the problem is, <laughs> you did. It's been 10, 13 episodes But ago. here's the thing, though. But here's the uh-huh. difference. You had problems with Bobby Tarantino, too. 
I felt, in my opinion, I felt like Bobby Tarantino 2 was, was it was less uh, obvious that he was jocking people. I really felt like it was authentic. And in general, it, I know I'm kind of contradicting myself because in one respect I'm saying he sounds authentic when he's doing it, but in the other respect he sounds like he's jocking and, and that he on has some, no business on some real doing stuff. some shit. I really feel like this man needs to pick which side he's on. On the real, he's at a crossroads. On the real, you cannot mm-hmm. talk about this man's career without contradicting yourself. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't talk about this man's career without contradicting yourself. So you can't. I thought the album was good too, but but just real quick, mm-hmm. Logic is one of the best technical rappers in the game. Like we talk a lot about Eminem. Eminem. Is probably the, the 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 best rhymer in the history of the world. Yes. <laughs> like I'm talking about just pure rhyming. Even better than Dr. Seuss. What? Man, he will. Yo, he makes Dr. Seuss sound like Cat literally sound like he's nothing. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Are like, you kidding me? Nah, real talk. Eminem is a great Make him rhymer. Sound like he's nothing. Like Robin, author, Robin, author. Put what? it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Put it on a T-shirt. Yeah, yo, for real. <laughs> no, but seriously though. Go. Yeah, I really feel like Logic is one of the best rappers. Just pure rapping? That motherfucker is a I was machine. Gonna, I was going to go there. I was going to start off by it's saying that. a machine. That. I was going to start off by saying that. I was going to say, you know, number one, our first legendary comment of the day is going to come from me. <laughs> is there anybody in I've the said 15, history of cool. rap? Uh-huh. In the history of rap, give me somebody. That raps harder than Logic. Name me one person that raps harder That's than Logic. That's easy. Who? Kendrick Lamar? Jordan Lucas. Jo- They're on the same level. No. I don't think he raps harder than Logic. Joyner got no. him. Logic raps harder Joyner than raps the hardest I've heard in about 15 no, no, years. No, no. Logic, you have to literally snatch that man off the mic. Nah, Did you, you hear him on Have you heard Jordan Lucas on everything I've he's ever him. put out? He raps passionate. There's a difference between rapping passionate what is hard and mean, rapping man? hard. I don't understand. Like, he, like Logic... Tries to throw haymaker, 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 haymaker. It's like Joyner Lucas is a passionate ass rapper. It translates to him like you know having undeniable flows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Logic literally looks like you have to scrape his ass off the mic. He's not getting off the mic. He wants to like destroy the mic. And the thing about Logic is, even on like on the return, that's a gentle. That's like a Kanye West two thousand three. College dropout type beat. Mm-hmm. He's still going ham on it. He 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 can care less about like you know what the song is telling him to do. So on this album, he's to- he he confirms it that he is the hardest rapping rapper that I can say I've heard. Let, let, let me just be nice and say in the last 15, 20 years, you know maybe DMX has him, whatever, but. Logic on this album raps so damn hard. And then uh, another thing that I liked about the album, I liked that, by the way. Another thing I liked about the album, it was very, the musicality was really good. Sonically, it was really, really good. I loved how he, you know, plugged in just some great vibes in there. Mm-hmm. Made sure he's he always good a at couple that, hooks. He's, he's really, always good really at that, good. Yeah, really I, think, good. I think he's actually really he good at He plays that. slave to the beat better than a lot of rappers out right now. I'm not going to say... Most, but mm-hmm. better than a lot of rappers. Play saves to the beat perfectly. Okay. Um, I do agree with you where you say that 
there's instances where it's just way too much of a similarity between him and like a say a Cole, say a Kendrick. He even in this album, he even flips some of their songs. Like there's a song that is literally the one that he he starts off with last call. Saying, hey, oh, last I think call. you about to say last yeah. call. Like that one is complete that Kanye, one is Kanye. Kanye you influence. Know, um, there's there's Street Dreams that. Uh, that that's another one. That's um, like Nas and Az. I was gonna say, I, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was Nas and Az, and that's why I say this is a mixtape too. That's why I say this it is felt a mixtape. Like it mix has a mixtape vibe. It's technically they say it's a even. It's a studio album. He even flipped Jaden Smith icon. Icon. He slipped it. Slipped it. Called it iconic. Like, um, come on. So he kills that too. So it, it, a lot of times it was like similarity. Another thing too was I, I find it corny. When somebody who is not necessarily engulfed in the culture, once again, remember that's kind of one of my beefs with him. He's not necessarily engulfed with the culture of hip hop. He tries to fit in. And the way he tries to fit in is he tries to diss everybody around him. He says, F a mumble rap. I'm boom back. You know, this, this, that. Uh, um, you know, he's over here talking about, I take all you rappers out. You know, Jay-Z, hop on a track with me. At a certain point, it sounds a little corny. And I'm not for corny rap. So that was one thing I did not like. It was too too competitive. I like a good medium. Like, <laughs> G-Eazy's competitive, but he's too cool. Logic way, way is competitive, cool. but Logic is not cool. You know, if we can just find a mixture between the two, I think Logic would be a really great artist. Hmm. Um, but, oh, no, I think it's a good album. I think it's a good yeah. it's, a, it's a very it was solid good listen. Man. It, it was, was very better solid. than Carter Five. <laughs> it's a good listen, in my opinion. Dude. That was a really good. Yeah. I hate to pit them together. Damn near everything on here we're about to talk about is better than Carter Five, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think it, it, I, I I personally have come around when it comes to logic. I, I like logic. He's been I good. like him as a. Here's a difference. I want y'all to hear this. I like him as a rapper. Mm-hmm. I don't quite like him as an artist, but I like him as a rapper. I think he's a great rapper. As an artist, I'm still wishy-washy because he hasn't really found an identity that I F with. Because he's thrown out several different identities. Yeah, the man the man is kind of all over there. Like, for example, on that one song, 100 Miles and Running, you know, he had that one dude on there named John Lin- Lindsay or Lindau, who sounded exactly like Justin Timberlake. It's like I'm trying to figure out when I'm listening to when I'm listening to this project. I'm really trying to figure out, yo, is he is he in, is this like a, a, the musical version of SNL? Is he like intentionally trying to mock and jock people's style? You know what I'm saying? Like, question. is this intentional or I, I, is it not? A, because it's so obvious. It's a good. That's a that's a great question. That's and, a great question. So. That, I, I don't know. Dude, I don't know. So it, it, he boggles my mind. But yeah, overall, honestly, the the project was good. It was good, man. Was really good. It was good, especially the first couple songs was really good, man. It started out real well. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I thought the project was really good. Yeah, man. You got anything else? That's it. All right, man, let's move on. Young Thugger. Thugger. A.K.A. Jeffrey. Dropped the project called On The Run. Right, yo, hey, I'm getting sick of people, by the way. What? Spelling things wrong? Yes. <laughs> I'm getting sick of this shit. 
Sick of these niggas. I feel like, I mean, sick of these niggas. Find some help. Get rid of these niggas. The Carter Four Five. You didn't get where you didn't. You spelled the wrong numeral, man. Come on, stop it. No, I'm saying the T H A. That's just Ebonics. All right. Okay. That's okay. different than right. you intentionally. Right. This, is, this is picking and choosing. You. This is the, the this the PC. How how the, how in the world can you ever misplace the the letter U with a V in pronunciation? At least with a U. At least with an A and an E, it still says he, the same well, word he, in he's a sense. Obviously, flipping it. I don't know. I know. If, I know. I get it. I don't know if Lil Wayne knows that. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, now you've ins- now you're insulting Lil Wayne. Come on. You don't think Lil Wayne knows the difference between an A and an E? Yo, you're hey, you're an asshole, man. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. So, but no, on the run by uh, by Young Thug. <laughs> I thought that. Uh, I thought that this this EP it was only six songs. I thought this EP was strong, man. It 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 actually was very refreshing to to hear Young Thug actually come out with some strong music that I can vibe with, and that was an it, honestly it's an instant hit. He has hits on this joint. Every song is basically a hit to me for different reasons. Um. Again, six songs was very easy to uh, to digest, but I, to be honest, I'm convinced that Young Thug just makes music. He makes good music when he wants to. He, I'm convinced, and he usually only keeps the good music for himself. It's like anytime this man is has the mentality like I want to put out a solo effort, then he gets in his bag. Like he he's like, all right, let me let me flip the switch. All right, guys, I was bullshitting from from before. Let me actually be serious. And uh, he did that on this man, you know. The production on this on this album was amazing. London on the track deserves a damn medal. He gets him. London on the track and and Young Thug are the Metro Boomin and the future. Like they are the dynamic duo that we need to hear more often from. Because we forget the song that everybody fucked with. One of his first songs that everybody fucked with from Young Thug, Lifestyle, was London on the track. You know. There's a connection there that um, that clearly they both feel very comfortable in, and uh, you know it shows, man. It, it really it really shows. Um, yeah, and also just in general, man, like the replay value of this project is just very strong. Like I actually played this album at least six times since I heard it. it I just can't get enough. Like I just keep playing it, it's top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom, back and forth. Um, and how this man. Got Elton John as a sample and actually did a great job is beyond me. This man, Young Thug, needs to be protected at all costs. Like we need to really start having a conversation in hip hop to say Young Thug gets diplomatic immunity. This man is immune from any. It doesn't matter, man. Like this man is too talented. And I hate to be the person to be out here raving about an artist because, you know, listen, I got my favorites and shit like that, but I, don't, I never want to come across as this biased ass dude. But after a certain point, we got to start giving this man the love that is actually deserved. Because when you press play on On The Run, come on, man, it's undeniable that he's actually a top tier artist. He's top tier. 
Whether or not the album sales back any of that up, whether or not he has the most followers, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Musically, when it comes to how hip-hop is moving going forward, he is a trendsetter. He is the dude who is an influence. Whether or not y'all like it or not, man. Y'all can, y'all can think he wears dresses all you want. Well, the, 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 the man is talented, and he needs to be respected as such. The, the thing, uh, Get the, my damn gavel. There you go. You just broke your phone. I did. Damn well, it. the thing is, the, the thing about Young Thug, I'm going to say a couple things here. Young Thug, I agree with. Let's say I agree 95% with that. Uh, Young Thug is a great artist. Point mm-hmm. period. Remember how just in the last uh, album we talked about, I said Logic is a great rapper, but not a great artist? Yeah. Young Thug is a great artist, and I think he's a pretty decent rapper. Um Let's just get it out the way. Mm-hmm. I think right now he's better than Lil Wayne. Like he's he's be- he, not better rapper. He's more listenable. Like I, he's he's somebody I would prefer to listen to at this point. And one of the reasons is because he he, he just sees no boundaries when he makes music. And when it feels authentic, it it feels refreshing. Like you know, he hits your soul with his music. You know what I'm saying? Not just your ears, your soul. Like he just gets it he gets what it takes to 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 make the listeners feel at all like he just gets it even in his features the, the feature with ti you know we're going to talk about later the mm-hmm. weekend it's like once he gets on there it just becomes a special song he makes everything sound special so on um on the run uh, a very 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 good ep i agree with you on that i also thought his other four track EP, um, mm. See No Evil was Here Hear No, no Hear Evil, no rather. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a very that damn was, good, that was good as hell, <laughs> man. EP too. Yo, for real. You know, and they're very similar, in my opinion. But what I liked about it was in six songs, you got six different versions of him. And each version had a splash of trap in there. So it was like Trap Soul, yeah. Trap. Tough ass club record, trap, whatever the hell you want to call that Elton John song, alternative. Dude, I don't even know what. <laughs> I, yo, this I swear, y'all thought y'all y'all be making songs. Where I can't even, I can't even box this shit. You in can't anymore. put it. You can't. You, I don't even know this, what to call half the shit he makes. Do I don't you know. Put, do you put those songs in? But real talk, that song Which with one? Elton John, that that high song, that needs to be a soundtrack of a movie. Amazing. That, that, that shit needs to be on a movie starring uh, Idris Elba. I love that joint. I love that joint. And I'm going to go down. I mean, Climax with um, black. Slack. Slack. I'm slack never calling him Black. It's Six Slack. Six Slack. <laughs> that song, he slow jam, where yeah. it's, it's a dynamic slow jam. You know what I'm saying? It's dynamic good, man. slow jam. But one of my favorite joints on here. My favorite song on here is High. Whoa. Undeniably. High is amazing. Undeniably my High favorite is song. Amazing. One of my favorite songs this year. By High the way. is amazing. One of my favorite I songs like this Icy year. too. Icy is good. Icy is fire. Icy is really good. But one of my favorite was Sin. I actually after oh, Sin. Jaden Smith. I like that. Joint. I liked it. Like it. Which by the way, I think Jaden Smith is going to be the next big megastar. He's going he to be the next big megastar. He's going to be They setting him up, dog. On the next He's now starting to get those features yep. cuz he's on here. He's on Logic's yep. album. But anyway, uh, this album just a good listen, man. Yep. The less the less you can say about an album, the better it is. 
Yeah. I don't have much to say, man, about On The Run. It's just a good listen. It's dope. It's dope. Do I feel like... Obviously, my one complaint, which I have with most people out, do I feel like he should have been more in-depth with lyrical, the lyrical side of things? Yeah. I do wish he would touch on his case a little more. But at the same time, it's not him. He's not the type of person that really dives into his personal life like that. But right. it would have been cool to hear him make a twist. On, 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 on the run, he does for a little bit, but then he goes back to, I'm spoiling my chicks and blah, 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 blah. Mm. But all in all, like I said, it's a, it's a good project. Six, too short. Yep. I think it's enough. Yeah. I, I thought it was enough, too, man. No, I mean, it's it's good. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, too, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's so satisfying that you're like, you want more. Totally. And and, and and then when you get more, you're like, damn, this is it's too, too much, right? <laughs> Yo, no, hey, real quick. One of the things I want to stress, though, just in general, and to clarify about Young Thug, is just the fact that he's a complete artist. You know, you know, it, it, it's, 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 I think in 2018, where, where we stand currently, if you're just a rapper, if all you do is rap, and I don't see your 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 contributions to the entire production of a song, I knock you down a little bit. Like, I don't give you the same credit that I would give you if this was 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Because music has changed, man. Like, it just has. And we need to accept it. So, when you got people like Young Thug, and this is in no order, by the way. It's just off the top of my brain. <laughs> you got people like Young Thug, Kevin Gates, you know, even down to people who, you know, people don't like NBA Youngboy. I really feel like he's in that same elk where they actually are very involved. You can tell. They're very involved in how the song turns out. Yeah. The production, the sound. They may not be the person making the beat per se, but you can tell they're in the studio with the dude who's clicking the button talking about, yo, make my sound, make my make my voice sound like this. That's a good point. Or I don't want take the hook out of here because I want to I want it here in the beginning and I just want to rent in the be- like they're involved in the structure and that's one that's one thing I will knock with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has never been that type of artist and I don't knock him for it because he didn't come up in this era. So he's kind of been grandfathered in in a sense. Yeah. So I you know, it's cool, you know, but I just want to make that distinction between somebody who's a complete artist and somebody who's just a rapper. In my opinion, Lil Wayne is just a rapper. So I agree with hey, that. Hey, man. I agree. I have nothing else to say about uh, your boy. Actually, that's my guy. Uh, next album. Kevin Gates. Luca Brasi 3. What you think of Uh, You know, Kevin Gates is an emotional guy, man. Like, he is... First off, he's in his own lane. Let me put it that way. I, I cannot compare that man to any... What Maybe young boy NBA. Maybe. But I still think he's in his other lane. Very wise dude. You know, hooks are amazing. You know, everything that just comes out of his mouth just seems real. So, mm-hmm. Luca Brasi 3, uh, what I, which I thought was a really good album. I think you got the best version of Kevin Gates that you you will ever see, to be honest with you. I mean, he has some songs where he's rapping tough. He has some, you know, joints that are very similar to... Um, uh, his like radio, like just flat out radio hits. Like two phones, like not not even two phones. Me was it me too? Was it another one? Uh, there's there's a joint that, that there was a joint that I hated for the longest. 
I know it was on the same album. It was on that same too. album, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was about a girl. Was, I think was, the album was called Isaiah. I, I, Isla. Isaiah. Something so, like that. Yeah. so yeah, on that album, he has there's this song I hated for the longest because. <laughs> Listen, I had to adjust. I had to understand Kevin Gates' type of music. That's how different he was. Yeah. Like, I had to... No one. That's it. I had to understand his music. And now that I took the time to understand it, mm-hmm. yo, man, I'm really enjoying this dude. So, yep. Luca Brasi 3, just a very enjoyable album that you just need to put it in your earphones, listen to it, zone out, yep. and just let him give you the equivalent to a church service from a rap <laughs> a street from a rap guy. a street sermon you know street sermons you know yeah it's been, I, I think that's a Nas album right street sermons street no I don't think so it probably could be though. it sounds like it yeah I thought this I thought this project was good too man you know Kevin Gates is one of my favorite artists I, I'm gonna keep saying this I don't care what nobody said artist or rapper artist he's an artist okay I would never consider him a rapper never you know, it's kind of like, uh, okay, perfect example, right? For different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know how back in the day, everyone used to call Young Jeezy, uh, you know, they used to be like, yo, I love Young Jeezy, but they would never, they would never support him as saying, yo, I think he's one of the best rappers. No, they would just be like, Young Jeezy be saying some real shit. Yeah, yeah. You would never say, yo, Young Jeezy is a top rapper because he's just not. And it's okay, right? He's like a motivational speaker. Motivate, And that's kind of the feel I get from Kevin Gates. Like, he just has that spirit. Like, he just has that motivational that's exactly. spirit. to Just like, I'm going to carry everybody on my back. I'm going to carry my family. I'm going to carry everybody. I'm the target. If you got any problems with anybody around me, handle it with me. You're exactly right. It's just refreshing, man. I like, I love artists that do that, you know? And uh, it's just good to hear music from him, man. He was in jail for God knows how long. Kicking that girl in the chest. Uh, Amongst other things. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, man, it's a good project. Y'all should check it out. I don't, it, like I said, I, I, just, I don't have much to say about said, it. It's, the, just, the, it's just really good. The projects that are really, good, really good, the projects that are good, you don't have much to say. You know what I mean? If it's really good, what are you going to say? You know? Yeah. That's another one. Absolutely, man. Let's let's keep it moving. Mach- oh, well, Major Laser, I should say. Dropped a it was like a three song I guess EP whatever. Well, why you song. put this up here then? Three songs. Hey man, it, it deser- I think it deserved. Uh, a look. I mean, I like Major Laser. You just like Mister Easy. No, you he's just, good too. You just I, no, you I just like Major Laser. Major Major Laser makes hits. He's okay. always associated with hits. Okay, don't get it twisted now. I I know Major Laser. It's, right. it's actually a group. It's two. Yeah, it's two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't. When did I say they were? I thought you just said he makes hits. I said, didn't I say they? Oh, actually, I can't remember. Rewind. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, Major Lazer and Mr. Easy and Ray, amongst other artists, dropped three songs. Um, Man, I I loved it. I loved it. It, Although I felt kind of terrible because it it felt like summer music and summer's over. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the way I was receiving the music just was just, I was like, man. Couldn't you have dropped this two months ago? Like, I feel like I would have been playing this longer. You know, Mr. Easy shows up, of course. Um, man, I don't have much to say, man. Y'all should check it out, though. For sure. Check this out. It's called Tied Up or Can't Balance Pun It. I have no idea what that means. Tied Up or Can't Balance Pun It. Wow. One song is called Tied Up. The other song is called Pun It. 
and any other song is not called Orcas. You know, Major Lazer, Major Lazer is the type of dudes that they they not even their music sounds like reggae, but like not Jamaican reggae, like Grand Cayman reggae. You know, Grand right? Cayman reggae. <laughs> like you know, peaceful reggae. I, I, that's what I love about them. I it's did like, not hear this album or EP, uh-huh. so I have nothing to say. But since it's Major Lazer. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be. You gotta it listen. It's pretty it. good. I I, I gotcha. think I'm gonna listen to it. Um. Yeah. Let's move on. Machine Gun Kelly, aka MGK, dropped a project called Binge. It was a what eight song EP. What you think about it? Was it eight? Yeah, I think it was about eight songs, eight or nine songs, eight. something like eight. that. So, if you don't know, I got my ass kicked on my site from people that thought I rated it too high and I gave it a D. No, no, uh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> you gave it. I liked a. it a lot. You gave it. Like, no. I, I, I liked binge. I, I actually liked it. Um, you know, Machine Gun Kelly to me, he's not the best rapper, but I think he's serviceable. He's a serviceable rapper. Like he's decent. Um, but it's not really about the music that he makes. It's more so about his character and how he's able to translate it into his music. Uh, and so with Binge, I thought it was just a solid eight-track project that showed you his character. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of, I guess, trap music, a little bit of rap rock, a little bit of straight emo, and a little bit of noise. I personally thought the way it was mixed together was pretty good. It was pretty decent. It was a body of work that was just interesting, mm-hmm. intriguing to listen to. But... I can definitely see how somebody can think it was horrible. With that being said, Machine Gun Kelly, one of the biggest reasons I think he has not been able to uh, to 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 really get a top spot in the game is because you either love him and hate or hate him. And in this day and age, we don't care enough to love somebody like him. So majority of the things he's gonna get is hate. And so with binge. There's songs that's going to rub people the wrong way. And I think that's why a lot of people want to hate it. But me personally, looking at it objectively, and I'm not a Machine Gun Kelly fan, I thought it was a good project. I am wrong. Too many. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, 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 Binge was just... Binge was one of those albums that, you know, you throw on and it's like... It's kind of just in the background, and uh, maybe a song or two might catch your attention, and you might. But you don't care enough to ask. Wait, what? What song is that? But you're just you're just nodding your head like, okay, true. But for the most part, though, like that's kind of how the album was or the EP was. I um, agree. You know, it just it just lacked. I feel like the 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 project just lacked. You know, it lacked song structure it lacked good just quality delivery of of a performance like like don't don't get it twisted the 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 project had good songs you know like for example his performance at a like for example rap devil Mm -hmm. is probably that's the best song probably the best song just because of how you know the song you know what what was what went around the song eminem the diss you know even his performance on there like he just killed that shit Mm -hmm. i mean he was he was rapping on beat but for about half the song, but still, you that's besides the point. Overall, that song was good, very good, I should say. Um, he has songs like uh, like lately. I thought could actually 
be, you know, something, I don't want to say special, but I feel like if there's going to be a song that is going to introduce MGK to the masses, uh, or I guess a different group of people that are current, that are not currently his fans, it would be songs like Lately. You know, you get you get the melodic vibe going, and, you know, you might be able to get some fans in it, you know? But then he has songs like uh, Get the Broom and then Live Fast, Die Young. I really feel like you're those just going to... Those are erratic. People. You're just going to... It's just not good songs. It's just not. I don't want to hear the man shout. What the fuck? At least if you're going to shout, like, make it sound interesting. He, he, and that's the thing. Like, he just doesn't... He's just not interesting. To me. I think he's I'm very speaking, interesting. I'm, this is just my opinion. I, I don't really feel like he's, he's, he's his subject matter is interesting. Um, and that's not me picking on him and saying, oh, like, he has to say anything so educated and scholarly. No, 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 no. But there's no appeal to him. I have there's zero appeal to Machine Gun Kelly for me. Now you that's guys fair. may disagree and you may say, "What are you talking about?" And that's fine too. But listen, I, I, I'm not I'm not feeling it. I just wasn't. So and that's fair. I, I think, think it was I think it was average. We, at we, best. we both were. I think people that listened to it. There was two different type of people that listened to it. People that saw it as you know this music. I am not feeling this music. And then people that were like, okay, I can see this is a crazy child that's just letting loose on a song and it sounds interesting to listen to. I'm on the latter. Sounded interesting to listen to. It was a body of work that I thought was, it kept my interest with its uh, energy and just its its wildness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't get it twisted. I gave I it a chance. I agree to disagree. I gave it a chance. I, I went in open-minded. I, I went in objectively, but I, I don't know. Just my takeaway is just yeah. it just wasn't that good yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, I appreciate him though, you know, for putting music out, but I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, hopefully, I mean, gonna, hopefully, some people I actually do. Really like lately. But lately is dope, man. I'm tell, really that's like, what I'm telling. Actually, a really good song. I'm telling you, that's the but song that's gonna get people to I actually like fuck with him. I'm telling you. Um, all right, man. Let's move on. Lupe Fiasco, let's make this quick. Lupe Fiasco dropped Drago's Wave. Did you listen to it? I did not. What'd I you, listened to it. What did you think of it? It was all over the place. Uh, you know, it's funny that we put Machine Gun Kelly and Lupe Fiasco back to back, right? Because those two albums were the most experimental on this list. Lupe Fiasco starts the album off with a poem and then a Spanish song. And then, you know... After that, there's a song where it's like reggae Lupe fiasco. It, but yo, Lupe is let me tell you so something. He's confusing. all over the place. Lupe is just a confusing but ass it's a artist. Very, man. very complex, complicated album. But the rapping on it is excellent. Do, I'm we, a do huge we expect any Lupe less? I'm a, I'll tell you this. I'm a huge Lupe fan. Uh-huh. I think the cool and food and liquor. Two of my top ten favorite albums of all time: Food and Liquor and that's, The Cool. That's, that's Two of my albums. top ten favorite albums. I love. I've played The Cool thousands of times. Love The Cool. With that being said, his lyrics, his rapping ability on Drogas Wave, Drogas Raves, what I, I don't know. Dragos. Say it. Drag, Dragos. On it, that's his best rapping effort to date. Best rapping effort to date. I haven't heard it. So I, I can't. I can't agree or disagree. He is. He kills every song on there. 
That should give you the. That should be the main reason you want to listen to it. It's a good album. It's I'm a, definitely checking it out. Don't get it twisted. It's like a B. It's like I give like a B B plus along that line. It's a good album. I just don't really care. Listen, I'm checking it out off the on the strength of the on the strength of the fact that it's Lupe. That's it. I'm listening. Lupe ain't been the most interesting though. Still, man, I always give him. I always give him a listen. Always. Now, after I listen, I might not never listen again. But that's that's a different story. I'm always gonna give him a shot. Um. Yeah, y'all should, y'all should give him a shot, too. Let's, let us know what y'all think about these albums. Yes, sir. They're ill and they're not. So advice. All right, so with the next segment, let's jump right into it. Hey, hey quick fire round, man. I got food to eat. DJ Snake dropped a song called Taki Taki featuring Cardi B and Selena Gomez. I like this song a lot. Uh... Especially the fact that Selena, hey, I like Selena Gomez a lot on this song. I don't know, I've never really listened to her music ever, but I like what I, I like what I heard, man. I thought Cardi B, I really feel like she's in cruise control, where she just has these features now, and it's like now I don't even care anymore whether or not she killed it or not. Now it's just I'm just hearing her voice. That's true. I don't even evaluate whether or not she killed songs or not anymore. And that's, that's a problem. A good, that's a good point. That's a problem. So. I don't know if that means she's fallen off. She's lived up to her potential. I don't know, man. I but she, Taki Taki she is, her Taki Taki is great, man. It's a great song. Taki Taki is another Latin sounding joint that Taki Taki. is super popular now. You can just like plug in Bad Bunny and Ozuna. I think Ozuna's on there too. Yo, listen. Ozuna is on there. He is he? Ozuna. He is on there. Yeah, yeah you're right. So I missed him on this you list. Can but just alternate between them. Tory Lanez was right. Listen. When Tory Lanez drops this Spanish album on y'all niggas heads top head tops, y'all gonna y'all gonna be like, yo, that motherfucker was right. He said this shit two years ago. He was like, yo, listen, the Spanish wave is about to hit, and I'm gonna be on this shit. So I'm drop. I swear <laughs> to God, I remember hearing an interview yeah. where he said that shit. And the man has put out Spanish albums. I'm sorry, Spanish songs. A couple of them since his album's coming, dog. Listen, we'll if see. Tory Lanez. Knocks it out the park with a Spanish album. He will. I mean, we mean if he will. But how are we allowing? He's just this? that good. How? That man is one of the greatest. If that's the case, but he will. That's neither here nor there. He will. All right, we'll see. Enough of him. Next song: Will Smith, Mark Anthony, and Bad Bunny. Another Spanish artist dropped the song called Estarico. Another Spanish song. Yeah, man. It's a good song. I mean, you know, Will Smith just turned fifty, so he's doing couple things that's like daring like he's bungee jumping <laughs> restarting his rap career very daring stuff um this song is good i mean will smith he does a little bit he, he raps with the flows of today um he does some singing and then everybody else around him just kind of gasses him up it's your typical latin song but i just th- i thought it was a i thought it was a type of song that you would hear in a club or whatever mm-hmm. and you won't even know it's will smith on there it's just a solid Latin song. It's another one. They're all Latin. They're all solid. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Actually, I didn't hear it, but I'm agreeing. I know you. You don't have to. You, just, all right. Just change the name of Taki Taki <laughs> to Esther Rico, and it's the same thing. <laughs> Taki Taki. Taki Taki. Esther Rico. All right. Next song. Tentacion. Rico. And Lil Peep dropped a song. That just sounds weird. 
dropped a song called Falling Down. No, I, their, their managers dropped a song called Falling yeah, Down. Yeah, it just something. sounds so weird saying that. None of They're both dead for both of you guys. For, for you guys out there, if you're not familiar with either of these artists, both of them died tragically. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess within the last Young, year. Yeah. I, think right? when, I don't remember when Lil Peep passed, but it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Uh, but anyway, this song called Falling Down is actually really good. Um, I heard it, thought it was very simplistic. You know, it had this very, this very uh, punk, punk rock type feel, but also still very melodic. You know, I, I really like XXX Tentacion when, you know, he's on those type of, those kinda, of songs. He just kind of loses himself. Where he's kind of just singing, you know. Yeah, kind of like the Lil Wayne feature. Where, you know, he had to, we yeah. were singing like, don't cry. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just, I like, I like him, man. He's kind of just losing himself. Man, I really hope this man had had has like ten albums in the cut that they'll just release that over the be, next couple years, man. I would appreciate that. That would be dope. I would I would appreciate that a lot. What do you think of this song? So, for me, um, I thought it was great. You know, you know what's interesting? Uh, X X Tentacion's features don't they all feel like features that were made by somebody that you know died? If that makes sense. Like with Lil Wayne's, it's like "Don't Cry for Me." It's like that's a sad sound. You mean it's sad? You mean so, you mean sad. like the message is always yeah, dark, dark, like dark, like absolutely. That's this him. one, the same thing. Falling down is like it's a dark sounding. When has he ever sad. been happy? Yeah, true. I mean, the reason I say the reason I bring <laughs> it up is because for Tupac. When after Tupac died, it just seemed like all his songs were just wise <laughs> songs about like when I'm gone, you better listen to my messages. Like Heaven Got a Ghetto and you know changes. That's kind of what's happening here. I feel like we. 16, I feel like we're. I feel like it's it's all it's all mental. Like you know, maybe it's mental. Us knowing that the person is 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 past now and, and wow, they're, and they're you sure about that because ODB dropped. Hey, there it is. Well now, but, but, but now we feel sorry for him. Like before, before people like maybe when he passed, and I don't know this for a fact. Maybe when he passed, people maybe overlooked it. But now, as the song has matured, he's like, "Oh my god, he didn't know any better." The man was crying out for help, help. this true. whole time. It's like I, I don't know, man. I like the song though. This uh, it's a great it's song. Falling down. It's a great song. song. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's very got a great vibe to it. For sure. All right, moving on. Young Thug. Thugger Thugger and uh, T.I., T.I.P., and uh, the other alter ego named uh, El Jefe dropped a song called The Weeknd. El Jefe. Hey, I went to a bar in, in Phoenix called El Jefe. That shit was weird. Really? It was, it was weird. Like, it was a real college college feel. Really? And yeah, I thought about T.I.'s alter ego when I, when I stepped <laughs> in. I really did. Which one? Jefe? El Jefe, man. El Jefe. <laughs> Hey, uh, the, so okay, so the song, the weekend song, I thought was really good, man. I uh, I really like Young Thug's part the most. I would say, you know, he kind of owned that song. He did. You know, he. he I mean, the, the man is just, you know, I don't know. Man. I, I can't even rave enough about this man. Uh, you, I'm losing words to say. You know what? You you literally <laughs> have sounded like you have sounded like his uh, <laughs> PhD teacher at this point. Wait, PhD. What the hell? I don't know. You just sound like his. Some you're writing a book on dude, him. Or he something. misspells words. He didn't have. A, he didn't get a PhD. All right. He spells run with a, with a V, not a U. All right. That's not happening. Um. No, this song is good though. I really like this song. What do you think? 
I thought it was good. I mean, you know, T.I. is actually getting back to making, like, music that people feel. Like, because I, I actually was feeling Hefe. Like, you know, The Weeknd's another one. Gives you, like, this old school 90s feel. But you're right. Young Thug took over that joint and made it special. Like I said, Young Thug is a dude that can make a song special. Did that again with The Weeknd. T.I. T.I.'s part was very good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. Young Thug made it special. You know what I mean? And you know another thing, and I like, they have a good collaboration. They, they do. They have a good chemistry. They really do, man. I, I, one thing I really like about Ti um, that he does is that whole narrator type vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, he had like for example, if you guys listen to Travis Scott's first album, The Rodeo. Um, I don't think that was his first project, but that was his first like official mm-hmm. body of work, The Rodeo. Ti narrated it. He did, and it was the same exact type feel that he that. You know, he displayed on this song the weekend. At the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I really like that a lot. It's pretty tight. T.I. is just a very good speaker, man. Pretty tight. He knows how to draw you in, man. He, hey, can we, can we, uh, can we put some money up for T.I. for president? Can we do that? Hell no. I don't want T.I. as my president. President of Atlanta. I don't care. Huh? No president. What president? We're president, uh, president for cities now? President of Atlanta. (laughs) You mean mayor? We're going to make a position up for him. (laughs) All right, let's move on. There's way too many felonies and machine guns on this <laughs> to be any type of political figure. Hey, can we change that rule? Can felons now run for president? No way. Jeez. He's paid his dues. All right, whatever. A Boogie with the hoodie. Drop three songs. Call three songs like that. What are, what are, what are the names of these songs, by the way? He dropped three songs. And uh, one is called Bent, Bentley. No, not Bentley. Something Bentley Bentiaga or something like that. Balenciaga? No, not Balenciaga. Bentaga. Ben Simmons. (laughs) No, uh, it's called Bentley Bentayaga. Bentayaga. B E N T A Y G A. Okay. I didn't like that one. Um, He has another one, No Role Model, with your best friend, Don Q. You know? His best friends, you guys both went to the same high school. Y'all all cool now. Ooh. You and Don Q. And <laughs> the same high school you now? like Don Q. That's your man. You like Don Q. I, that's your you man. mention his name all the time. But That's your man's, man. Stop playing Don with Q me. Don Q and A Boogie, they dropped Roma. I like that. Man's not hard. Zaytoven beat. Zaytoven beat. I like that joint. Uh-huh. And then my favorite out of the three he dropped was Retaliation. A Boogie is really good at speaking that ish. Through singing, I don't know how you can do that, but you know, we're talking about yeah, they trying to they trying to get to me, to me, so I keep this rap with me. Yeah, kills it. I, I like retaliation. All in all, a boogie's a gangster. That's my takeaway. All right, well, uh, all right, well, let's move on. Uh, French Montana dropped three songs. Montana. Ah. He dropped three songs. Uh, one was with Drake called No Stylist. No Stylist. That was a tight song. Um, very, very tight song, I would say. The, hey, I like French Montana when he's like real melodic. Me too. Doesn't it sound good? He he has a good ear for music. Yeah, he really does. He's the musical version of uh, DJ Khaled, I always say. Jeez Louise. Yeah, he really is. Um, anyway, man, the other two songs were forgettable. Juice. Juice was bad, and then what was the last really, song? I ain't, I ain't really, I ain't really f with Juice. That last song was bad too. I would say. The last one was Nervous. That was just, it was forgettable. Yeah, wasn't as bad as Juice, but still. But he, 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 I did appreciate the fact that he got lyrical on 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 Nervous and Juice. Like he's, he's Montana when he wants to rap, he's he's okay. 
I suppose. He's alright. He, he's like a third option. Yeah, I, on a like crew. Remember them? French Montana is a bench player. As a as a if he was a as a rapper. He's like a he's a reserve. Solid bench player that can get you like twenty. Jeez. Twenty twenty what? Turnovers. Uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. And on that note, the next song we're gonna talk about is uh Juicy J. Called the song is called Neighbors featuring Travis Scott. I really like this song a lot. Juicy J, you know, the the classic, yeah, ho, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's underappreciated, I think, in hip-hop. It really is, man. We need to start paying homage to the contributions of 3-6 Mafia, specifically Juicy J, actually. I agree with that. Juicy J is out here influencing a lot more rappers than y'all think. I, Probably I, a lot for the wrong reasons with the whole drug shit. I but, saw, I, I, yeah, I, but hey, I probably but musically though I probably agree with that musically this song is good man Travis I, Scott kills the hook of course as he as he always does um very very solid song man what do you got I probably agree with that I think this song is really good I mean it's funny because I love Juicy J's energy in music like he has some great energy um you know what's funny I think that Travis Scott is like somewhat of a Younger version of Juicy J. Like, they kind of, like, remind me of one another. I mean, obviously, Travis Scott is a lot more experimental. But they, they, they kind of give me the same type of vibes. Like, if I were to party with both of them, I think it'll feel, like, fluent. Like, it'll feel, like, just uh, not awkward. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that one. Juicy J, Juicy J strikes me as somebody who doesn't so? have... Juicy J strikes me as someone who doesn't have morals. No morals. Travis Scott has morals. Travis Scott looks like he's I'm a nice guy. Energy. I mean, Travis, Travis Scott, Scott looks like he's he goes hard, but he's also. I think he can fake it. You know what I'm saying? Travis right. Scott can fake it, All but right. but in this song, like the chemistry is really good. Travis Scott absolutely kills it. It's just a really fun song. Juicy J makes fun songs. De- neighbor is fun. Definitely. All right, man. On to some songs that are not no so advised. Neighbors. AKA that's up. Mick Jenkins. Some of you guys may or may not be familiar with Mick Jenkins, but he dropped a song called Elephant in the Room. Yes, he did. And uh, what did you what did you feel, man? What did you feel so about this song? So what I felt about this song is, you know, Mick Jenkins, I'm all for him. I'm a fan of Mick Jenkins. I think he's a hell of a rapper, but sometimes he does way too much. Tries too hard to prove to the world that he's a good that, he, that he can rap. Yeah, like he tries don't you, too don't hard. Don't you hate when people do that? You know what I mean? Like, like It's like, no, we get it. We get it. An elephant in the room, he's just like toying with different flows, you know, trying to say the most wise thing, just trying to look like he's the best thing since sliced bread. And I think that sometimes, like my my insult for Russ, my problem with Russ was that sometimes you trying to prove something sacrifices the music. This is the perfect example. He was trying too hard to just be poetic and different and just wasn't enjoyable at this point of his career needs to make music that is a lot less experimental if you want to be considered a great rapper in this game i just thought this was a step backwards well said next song lil uzi vert dropped a song called new patek pateki pateki pataki you heard it do you even remember what it sounds like i heard this song and i don't um which you know I always, I always, this always makes me go back, you know, because there's a lot of music we listen to, you know, just being reviewers and shit. Yeah. You know, you, you ingest a lot of music and, you know, 
you may or may not remember it, but whether or not you remember it or not is not always an indication that the song is bad. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. This song I don't remember because it was bad. I can definitively say that for a fact. This song is bad. And it's very uncreative. Like, he doesn't come with yeah. any sort of... Uh, That's the biggest problem. He doesn't come with any sort of new style, new flow, no nothing. Like, it's just... That's it almost sounds like it's a throwaway, a song that he made along with... He, he made in a session with some other rapper or maybe, you know, some old material that he had. I didn't need to hear this. It, it's just completely useless. I agree. It's, it's a track that's just... just it, it almost seems like they say, hey, it was a, he make a, real, a new song for us real quick and then just like, you can go to the club after that. Okay, let me make song. Let me just drop some real quick. All right. It's, it's, it's very forgettable. So, yeah. All right, next song. Tiger dropped a song called Swap Meat. What'd you think of this, man? So, Tiger's been, I swear, Tiger's studios is in the back of a strip club, right? He just, he just continuously drops strip club records. Swap Meet is another strip club record, but it's just not that good. I mean, I, I think, once again, it goes back to sort of what I said about Mick Jenkins. Sometimes you can be trying too hard to, like, prove a point. Mm -hmm. And I just think that on this song, he's trying too hard to prove that he's this nasty, like, you know, like, Uncle Luke type character. And it's like, okay, Tiger, we get it. Taste was tight. You know, okay, we get it. Uh, what was the other one that sounds just like taste? Um, 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 Swish? Swish. We yeah. get it. Swish was kind of tight. You know, put it to bed. We now know your formula. This is when you audible. So he's just not audible right now. And, and I thought swap meet is where I draw the line now. Tiger, you got to give us something different. Draw the line. There's five songs you gave us that sound like strip club joints. <laughs> Yeah, it, it the, the song, I mean, I will say this, and I can say this definitively, Tyga is back. Tyga, after that breakup with Ke with Kylie Jenner, it, he clearly got a second wind yep. in his career. He went back to the basics, you know? He went back to what made him the Tyga that the, the public even knew in the first place, that Rack City, yep. you know... That, that strip club guy. So I'm not knocking him on that because that's his lane, you know. Yeah. I realize that's his lane. Yeah. And uh, I remember the days where I used to think Tyga was that, you know, that wasn't his lane. I wanted him to really rap because, you know, he did have a, he does have a introspective side that he used to show. He used to show that side. He used to that's show this before he, you know, really popped off with the Rack City, the past the hookah, all of that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a great point. So... I don't know. This song is just it's very repetitive. I don't want to say this song is bad. It just is not amazing. It's just it's, it's just forgettable. It's yeah, forgettable. I guess. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's just in the middle. But I don't even me. know if he made it to be enjoyed. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think he hey, just made it because this is a pure strip club chilling. song. He was just like, "Hey, man, we chilling, man. We ain't doing nothing. Let's just make a song real quick." This is pure strip club music. Um, yeah, man. I have nothing else to say. Damn right. Yeah, ho. It was five stops. So, for my ill-advised thoughts, I am going to say something controversial. Well, what's new? While listening to Lil Wayne's album, uh, you know what? I'm going to throw Eminem in there too. While listening to Lil Wayne and Eminem's album, it was not more apparent that 
That wave of rap is over. It's done, guys. It's it's no longer what is the top thing, the top draw in music. Like even in Logic, let's throw Logic in there too. When Logic was calling out mumble rap and this is that. With that being said, I think right now, this genre, this 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 um this era of music, this generation of music is one of the best I've heard. Listen, I've 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 primarily grew up with Puff Daddy and the family, uh Master P, No Limit, you know, Juvenile, Cash Money, Jay-Z, Rockefeller, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, Ja Rule, I grew up with all them people, DMX, you name it. And then you, you go into the 2000 Ludacris, the Nellies of the world, Soldier Boys. I've seen it all from 1997, I'll say, to now. I'm telling you right now. Where we are right now in hip-hop music is one of the best genres out of or generations out of all of them. I'll tell you why. Somebody as simple as, let's say, Young Thug, right? Young Thug understands how to make a complete song. Young Thug understands what is needed to to make him sound better. He's, like you always say, he's helping produce. Like, he's not just laying down his verse. He's paying attention to certain sounds. He wants to sound specific ways. He's paying attention to those little intricacies that go into making a song. Go down to Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith, they're pushing boundaries every single time they get on a mic. They are not approaching a song in a conventional way. Like, you got to understand how special, how amazing that is. We grew up in eras where Ludacris made a song. I knew how Ludacris was going to approach the song. You know what I mean? You know, the, the, I knew how Nas was going to approach the song. They make a song called Black Republican. Jay-Z and Nas, two of the best rappers in the game right there. I knew what was going to happen. I knew how it was going to sound. I knew the type of rap you was going to hear. In this day and age, you don't know which route people are going to take. Like, Let's go back to, let's say, Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith, his Sire album, my mind was blown. How many albums can you say back in the day? Like, let's even just go 10 years ago. Well, your mind was blown listening to it. I don't even know what I was listening to. Go down the line of Six Flack. Six Flacko. Listening to that thing. My mind was blown. Um, the emotion. His rapping ability. His his uh, attention to detail. Six Flack. You go down the line. Kevin Gates. You go down the line to... Um, I'll even throw Uzi. Trippy Juice Red. Up. Juice World is freaking sick. Juice World's amazing to me. Mind blown when I hear this music. Uh, who else? I mean, Gunna's not even bad. <laughs> you know, Gunna on this like Lil Baby, Travis Scott, Drake. I mean, the, the, stuff, the, 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 just, the, list, imagine, goes, the list goes on. Just imagine, listen to Sickle Mode. Sickle Mode is one of the most futuristic songs. I've never heard a song like sound like Sickle Mode before. Sickle Mode is three songs in one. <laughs> like, I'm, 
I don't want to hear people say hip hop is dead anymore. Like there was a time where hip hop was dead when Soldier Boy was getting major play for stupid ass stuff like yeah 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 you know. Yes, hip hop was probably dead at that time. I don't want to hear it now because hip hop right now is actually at its highest point in a long time. I I even dare to say even its highest point it's ever been. I'm close to saying it's at its highest point it's ever been because the creativity. The creativity that you get from each and every... It's not even like it's one. Like, remember back in the day? Remember back in the day, it was like one or two artists where you knew when they were going to hop on something, you were going to get something like crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, remember, like, let's say DMX. DMX was one where you knew, but for the most part, everybody else were traditional. Right. From every single artist out right now, they are pushing boundaries. Every single one. Future now sounds plain to me. Future sounds <laughs> traditional, and future is far from traditional. The artist. There's no, you know, the, in my opinion, there's no, you are allowed to be anything that you want to be in hip hop. If you want to be emo, if you want to be a nerd, if you want to be hard, if you want to be. Hip hop right now is at its best, and I will say this it's. I'm the most proud I've ever been of hip-hop today. This is the most proud I've ever been of hip-hop today, now, in this present time. Yeah. It's a genre that is special, in my opinion, now. Special genre. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree, man. It's, you know, it's come a long way, man, but, I, man, listen, the fact that, and I keep going back to this shit, like, even the numbers... The numbers suggest how big hip-hop is and how impactful hip-hop is over the entire nation. When when they announced that hip-hop was the most streamed genre in the U.S., that should have let people know off the top. Because I don't care how people are consuming music. You can go stream it. You can go buy it. You can go illegally download it. I don't care. If the genre is the most listened to in any of those forms of in taking music, that says a lot. For so sure. everything you just said is For exactly sure. is I think exactly right. Like, and anybody in my opinion, in, in my opinion, to add on to that, I feel like anybody who who um, who tries to discount or who disagrees with that statement is clearly an old head, somebody who's a dinosaur. And when I say dinosaur, I, I, it's not even just about age all the time. It's just about mentality. It's like you just have this traditional mentality where you're not you're not able to adjust to new forms, new styles, new ways of I mean, but producing I'll, I'll music. Even, I'll even go further than that. I would say you don't understand what pushing boundaries means. You don't understand what creativity means. No, but what like? But the thing is, back then people were. Dude, you don't think people thought Snoop Dogg's music was pushing boundaries? When Snoop Dogg was coming up... Exactly. They was like, yo, so, so, turn that shit off. So keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Keep that same energy. Since Snoop Dogg was pushing boundaries, then these people are pushing it even further. I mean, listen, you just hey. heard a song, Lil Peep and XX Tentacion. Like, did you know what... When I pressed play on it, I didn't know what to expect. Like the unknown of what that's amazing. Yeah, it's like it's like even it's, it's amazing. Even down to what we consider a rapper or a hip hop artist has changed. It's, if somebody's it's, a hip hop artist, it doesn't even mean that they rap. 
They're, it's so dynamic. They don't even have to be a exactly. rapper. Like Kid exactly. Cudi, Kid Cudi has Kid never Cudi. been a. I would have never been classified as a rapper yeah. per se. Yeah. But to say he's not a part of hip hop would be disingenuous. It wouldn't work. It, work. it would be just incorrect. Or even even to be, to be frank. And even better, even Post Malone. Like yeah, Post one. Malone. Post Malone makes very good music. Like, I'm talking about Rival's music of what pop people are making right now. Like, Better Now is a very good song. Like, a quality, high quality song. Yep. You know, French Montana, famous. You know, like, stuff like that. That's a high quality song. And then when you even add the, like, Latin vibes that they're starting to do, the reggae, you know, the Caribbean the dance hall stuff into the equation, man, dude, maybe, maybe, maybe I should be speaking for music in general, but... I'm just going to leave it at hip-hop. Hip-hop is at its most unique, dynamic, creative moment, time it's, it's ever been. And I'm enjoying it. I don't know about you. You can put your arms around your, your, your chest and pout all you want, but I'm going to sit here and enjoy it. Hey, well said. Thank you, sir. Well said, well said, well said. Top five, top five. All right. So I think my uh, my advised thoughts is going to be about Kanye West, because um, I really feel like, um, you know, Kanye West is just, he's, I think people just need to get to the point mentally that the man is trolling. And I think once you're able to recognize that, then you're you're able to just take the things that he's saying with a grain of salt and don't get so fucking, you know, butthurt and so... Uh, insulted and offended at every little thing that the man says now you're probably like why am i talking about kanye and the reason is because you know recently he uh you mean yesterday no 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 well that's i'll get to that i'll get to that recently he announced that he was moving back to chicago you know his hometown his home city you know, the city that he was raised in, the city that he knew growing up. You know, I'm sure he has a very, very uh, fond emotion, some a connection to the city of Chicago, Southside, wherever it is. I don't even know. Where, yeah, I think he's from Southside, Chicago. And I don't want people to get lost in the fact that, you know, he... Kanye West was this drugged out maniac type guy not too long ago when he was saying all this crazy shit. This is this was in April. I don't want people to look. Listen, I I have a very strong feeling and I have a problem when people don't keep the same energy. I, I really do. It annoys the hell out of me. It makes me think people are intentionally being fickle. Makes me think people have zero foundation for the things that they believe sometimes. And that's fine. You know what? You can be wishy-washy on your own. Just keep this shit away from me. All right? Kanye West went on his rant. He did said all these things about Trump, pro-Trump, this, that, and the third. Everyone was offended, uh, which people like to do these days to get fake mad. Um, and then he dropped some music. We went through this whole good music rollout where he was a part of about four to five good music projects. Um, and I really felt like it was easing up. And, and in fact, I actually called it beforehand. I said, listen, you know, Kanye was saying all this crazy shit now, but wait until the man drops music 
and he's a part of all of these other moments in his own camp. Y'all are going to ease up on this whole disdain for Kanye West right now. And in my opinion, that's kind of what happened, in a sense. I don't want to say people basically forgave him, but they were like, you know what? We forgive you. It's like it's almost like that family member. They they just they've been doing bullshit for the longest, and then they and then they come back home, and you're like, man, I can't stay mad at you, man. You family, man. Come on, just come in the house. You want something? You want something to eat? That's kind of like I, that's kind of how I feel. People's relationship is with Kanye, and then the man, you know, continues to he continues to go on and go on and on. He moves back to Chicago. He tells people, I'm doing all this great stuff in the city. I'm going to revive, you know, I'm going to uh, start up my, uh, not start up, but like I'm going to take my mom's foundation to the next level, the whole Don the West foundation. He gets cool with a lot of people that he's been arguing with. And then he goes back to this whole pro-Trump support thing. He he went back to, uh, he went on this rant on Saturday Night Live yesterday about, you know, and basically being pro-Trump, showing all of his support for, for MAGA, all of this shit. And I just want people to make up their mind. Just make up your mind. Because I feel like in life, and this is without trying to be all fucking preachy and shit like that. I feel like in life, life is going to throw you curveballs. Mm-hmm. It's going to throw you, you know, one day it's going to be rainy. Your old philosophical the, ooch is the, out. The, listen, Professor, Professor Ooch, one day it's going to be rainy, the next day it's going to be sunny. The next day is Really? Gonna, the, the next day it's going to be windy. Oh, snit out. The next day, it's going to be a monsoon and then a hurricane. How are you going to react to the, 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 the variation in energy in this world? Pick how you feel about Kanye West and stick to it. The man has shown you a lot of what you need to know already. If you support the man, support the man. If you support his music, support the music. Stop trying to change other people. Like, that's my whole thing is just people are just very, people are just very um, uh, possessive when it comes to people that they fuck with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kanye West has touched many people emotionally with through his music mm-hmm. alone. And you can't take any of that away. Mm-hmm. I agree. So a lot, of, a lot of it is based on the fact that people have this, this, this connection emotionally with Kanye West. And they're like, how could you do something like this, Kanye? Mm-hmm. But my thing is this, though. Learn how to separate the music from the artist, from the person. We've learned a big lesson. Uh, uh, R. Kelly. We've seen what happened to R. Kelly. R. Kelly's a legend, musically. Look at how he is in his personal life. He's very qu- questionable. Crazy. Questionable is not even the, is the, the word to use. Questionable human being at the... At the, at the very least. Yes. Yes. Questionable. But my yes. and my thing is this, like we need to start being able to separate the person from, from the, music. the artist, from the music. Just it, learn how to do it. it. I know it's not easy. I get it. It's not easy when the person when you you feel like you know that person through the music, I get it. But just learn how to do it, man. Cuz cuz honestly, it'll save you so much Stress. So much stress, man. It's the weight will be off your chest. You won't give a fuck about what the people are saying. You won't even care. And the problem right now is Kanye knows people care about the stuff that he says. So when he goes on these rants, I really feel like he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's trolling y'all. 
intentionally because he knows he got people on a string. So do you want to be on a string? Ask yourself that question. I just, I, I, I just, I want to know these things. Well said. And by the way, this is, is my opinion. By the way, this is not uh, specific to Kanye West. This is just in just life. In life. Like I said, do you want it to rain or shine? I've seen people. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Which I, one do you want, man? I agree. People are people are getting a little too mad about the stuff Kanye, the antics that Kanye is doing. It's antics. Yeah, that's all it but is. But the thing is, Kanye's always been this guy that's doing that. That's one thing. If you if you call yourself a real true Kanye fan, he's you know, always been doing questionable you know. stuff. He's always been living life on the edge and not caring what people think. It's, like, it's, that's him. It's when it's when it's it, Kanye. When Kanye West said George Bush doesn't like black people. Excuse me. When he said George Bush doesn't like black people, the reason why we didn't give a fuck is because it supported black people's message. Yeah. Yeah. It supported what we already felt. It's almost like when people when people say something that you agree with, whether or not it's oh, outlandish, yeah. outlandish or not, you give them a pass. Yeah. Okay, as soon as you exactly. disagree with the fuck they said, Oh, you're crazy. Wow, how could you say something like that? You have an all-out war right now. But I mean... Yeah, man, whatever. Like, like, people Kanye, just need to make up their mind. Dog. One thing is, say, Kanye can do whatever. He can do anything. I was reading comments after that, because I actually didn't see that snippet. I was reading comments, and people started saying, Oh, you're doing this stuff because you fell off. Musically, you ain't as good as you used to. Shut up. BS. BS. Don't... Like, I am able to decipher the music. Like like you, I, Kanye does the stupid stuff. I don't even take it seriously. It's like whatever. I listen to his music. You can't tell me the man fell off. He's still very damn good. You mean to tell me he just helped drop Pusha T, Tiana Taylor, Nas, his stuff, join with Kid Cudi and him. All any nothing less than a C plus for any of them. All B pretty much but quality. He, but he fell off. But he fell off. He's not good musically. He's not the same musically. He's probably going to sell like a whole bunch of records this week. But ah, it still doesn't matter. Kanye's not the kid. BS. Anyway. I'm, I'm over I'm over these people. Real talk. Um, you got anything else? That's all I got. I have no more rants. I'm, I'm all ranted out too, man. The rest of my rants I'm going to leave for uh, McDonald's. What? McDonald's? <laughs> you still eat McDonald's? What the hell's wrong with you? There you go. It's Chick-fil-A around here, man. Get with it. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm all done, too. So, uh, as usual, catch us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We need to get better on Facebook. But uh, we're on there. Until next time, if you're giving advice... Make sure it's ill.